0: Jonathan Keats is a sometime writer, sometime literary critic, and full-time artist whose works blur the lines between art, science, and commerce.
1: You're looking quite dapper, as usual. He's
0: become a fixture (laughs) of the San Francisco art scene, always in bow tie and three-piece suit, the very picture of a proper Edwardian gentleman. Jonathan's media of choice are processes and procedures that might seem more at home in a government office than in an art gallery.
1: Right, so you bring this money, bring the contract to Robin, she's going to sign for the Board of Trade and take your money, then you're going to bring them back to me, and I'm going to sign, and then I'm going to stamp them and get your signature. In
0: this work entitled Brain Trust, Jonathan is selling futures contracts for shares of his brain to be exercised upon his death. The price? a steal at $10 for a block of one million neurons. Neurons.
1: Less than a penny a
2: neuron. Yeah, I'll get one. You will? Yeah, I'll get it. It had a very convoluted process, because you had to buy the shares, and then you had to go over to the gallery desk and pay for them. And then with your receipt, you had to get back in line and then receive the stock certificate which he bait stamped and signed by hand and did, you know, all these things that are, I mean, I felt like I was at the library, you know, 25 years ago.
1: Uh, those are not for sale, not for sale, not for sale. Not for sale. at any price.
2: And most people really didn't understand a, a whole lot, which is exactly Jonathan's point, I think the layer of mystery is really important, actually. Because I think ultimately all art isn't made for everybody to understand.
1: They're visual, they're far interesting. I only sell things that are boring. So, have you... Yeah. Okay, so now I need a contract back from you. The art I make is conceptual, and I use that term largely because it is one which doesn't really mean much of anything. It, avoids all the other labels, first of all, that apply to given technical skills such as being able to paint, which I can't, or being able to draw or to sing, all of which I can't do. My art is really entirely about ideas and it's about trying to create scenarios, trying to create um, situations or to bring about phenomena that will cause others to think about something or other that I was thinking about that at least to me seemed like a fairly interesting thing. It seems that all of my artwork revolves something that I've come to refer to as found processes. And um, the idea of the found object is something or other which in the art world is talked about often, that people will take An object out of the world and put it into the gallery. And Marcel Duchamp is the most famous practitioner of this, taking a urinal or a wine rack and putting them into um, a museum or a gallery setting. I was fascinated by any old machine of any kind. Because my work tends to be much more. process-oriented, for example, to try to use the legal process. How do I, can I make the act of trying to pass a law into a process for making art? And I attempted to do that by trying to pass a law that couldn't be broken. Um, A equals A, or every entity, this was done in Berkeley, that every entity in Berkeley shall be identical to itself. pockets. I mean, they have the thought that you can just buy pockets without any clothing to go with them. Conceptually speaking, there's just there's something that's kind of delightful that I can have pockets in the abstract. For 59 cents, I think, something where I have absolutely no idea what I'll do with it, but I think I have to take it. What are you doing?
0: With a world full of mundane objects and processes to choose from, Jonathan's artworks come in all shapes and sizes.
1: I'll be, um, for example, wandering through a hardware store and I'll see this great big selection of pink chips and I'll start picking them up and realize that there are an awful lot of whites, for example, and then I decided that there's something about them that was visually quite interesting, but also that conceptually there was some potential for this if I were to hand them to people and let them select one, and then to write the word white on it in their handwriting with no attribution as to who they were, and then to create a grid, a matrix, that would be called uh, 24 anonymous preferences. I had, at a flea market, found a Bates numbering machine, which is used uh, for legal documents. It's cyanotype photography. It's an arduously, insanely slow process, so that to make a single image, might take uh, four, five, six hours, and it occurred to me that what I was doing in the case of these photographs is I was photographing the passage of time.
2: I like Jonathan's artwork because it just makes you think. The more you get into it, the more complicated it gets. You know, you have to sit there with all your strength trying to hang on to every detail so that it makes sense. And the layers, I mean, it's sort of, it's like an onion. You know, lots of layers. Sometimes it makes you want to cry.
0: Jonathan's current work in progress is also his most ambitious.
1: What I'm I'm attempting to do is to determine where on the phylogenetic tree, amongst all the various species, where where you might put God.
2: As I understand it, the project is trying to establish whether God is closer on a genetic level to a fruit fly or to blue-green algae. And if it's closer to a fruit fly, then it's closer to humankind. Jonathan decided that he will try and do a very sped up evolution to get the fruit fly and the blue-green algae each closer to divinity. And the way he does that is by chanting the prayer because everyone agrees that prayer is a basic, fundamental unit of divineness.
1: I got three tape recorders and I recorded on them um, on endless loop tapes that i Bought at Radio Shack, a leading prayer for each one of the major monotheistic religions. So the Shema for Judaism, the Kyrie for Christianity, and the Allahu Akbar for Islam. I ran wires down to miniature speakers that then, for the course of seven days and nights, the speakers would be giving a constant cycle of prayer. For control group, what I used was um, I wanted some sound source. But I wanted it to be um, something or other that was absolutely neutral. So I used talk radio. The Bush the
0: With the help of scientists at UC Berkeley, Jonathan subjected fruit flies to the same treatment he used on the petri dishes of blue-green algae in his apartment, so that he could measure the effects of prayer on their growth and reproduction. Jonathan approaches each of his art projects with the same obsessive attention to proper procedure, and he often consults with scientists and government officials to get the details just right.
1: Hello Tom, how are you? Hi Jonathan. Good to see you. I find that when I'm undertaking these projects that it is a very bad idea to email somebody who is an expert in a given field. It's essential to get them on the telephone, get them in person, and talk to them for a while until they figure out that I'm not crazy.
0: Today, Jonathan is using laboratory equipment at Berkeley to measure the final results of his experiment in divine taxonomy.
1: At this point, I found that in the case of the cyanobacteria and also in the case of the fruit flies, Continuous in vitro evolution works very well, and one prayer in particular works especially well, which is the Kyriae. Playing the the Kyriae caused the cyanobacteria and the fruit flies both to grow more than did uh, the control, the talk radio, or either of the other test groups.
0: So which species is closer to God?
1: I could measure population growth in both cases against one another to see whether one had been more responsive than the other to continuous in vitro evolution. I think it was something on the order of around 23% or so average in the case of the cyanobacteria and in the case of the um, fruit flies around 12%. So this would indicate that cyanobacteria probably is more closely related to God than fruit flies and by extension humans are.
0: So, on the phylogenetic chart, that would put God right about here.
1: See you later. Sometimes people will call my work absurd, and I don't know that they mean it as a compliment, but I take it as one.